guys and welcome back to the Right Back at Home podcast. Today in this episode I'm going to be talking about a signing I think every Premier League club should make and then at the end we're going to have the five fun facts. But first I'd just like to congratulate Manchester City for finally winning the Champions League and completing the treble. Did you know this was the first Champions League final since 2013 not to have a Brazilian player in either starting lineup? But now let's move on to the first Premier League club. I'm going to be doing this in alphabetical order, so that obviously means we're going to start with Arsenal. They had a good season, they just missed out on the Premier League title, but they have a group of young players so you should be able to bounce back and push on for the title next season. I think they should get a holding midfielder and they're they're quite they're looking into Rice at the moment, which I think is a very good option for them because one, they need to replace Xhaka, who looks like he's going to buy in Leverkusen, and two, he's a very good leader and just a great player. But if that Rice deal falls through I think they should go for maybe like a player like Yuri Tielemans because although he got relegated with Leicester he's still a very good player. Up next is Aston Villa. They had a very good season in the end under Unai Emery. He worked wonders coming in halfway through the season and getting them Europe. I think they should go for a playmaker. Someone to feed the ball into Ollie Watkins who's been in the form of his life lately. Because they've got Buendia, but he's only got five goals and two assists this season. And Coutinho has just gone missing. I think they should go for someone like Xavi Simons. 22 goals and 12 assists in the Everadise. Or someone like Emil Smith-Rowe, who's not getting enough game time at Arsenal. So may look to move away to, you know, bolster his chance of maybe getting back into that England squad. Right then, now let's have a look at Bournemouth. They've done extremely well under Gary O'Neill. He has worked some absolute magic to get Bournemouth where they are now. They've now had the takeover, so they could maybe look to spend a bit of money, cement their spot in the Premier League and start looking further up the table. I think they need to get a holding midfielder player alongside Lerma. Someone like a Scott McTominay, or even like maybe Harry Winks. Not the most go-to names in football at the moment, but maybe playing alongside Lerma, they could start to improve and really fulfil their potential. Moving back down south to Brentford, they have had a very good season under Thomas Frank. They just missed out on Europe. He's got Ivan Tony in the form of his life. They may look to sell him this summer, but either way, he's going to be out for quite a while. So they may look to replace him. So I was thinking maybe looking at maybe like a Patson Dacker or an Armando Brogia, who's really not had much playing time at Chelsea. So probably he's going to look to move on in the summer. Next is Brighton. They've had an amazing season under the Zerbi. He's just made this team get better and better. I didn't think they were going to get much better after what Graham Potter got out of them, but it just got better and better and better and really deserved the Europa League spot they got. I think for Brighton, it's more about how many players go and then trying to replace them. So McAllister's already confirmed to have gone to Liverpool. So I feel like they should replace him with Gary Simons or even like a Cole Palmer who might just be getting a little bit frustrated at a lack of game time he's getting under Pep. He is now in his early 20s and maybe looking for some more regular first team football. 
Now moving on to our first promoted side, Burnley. Well done to Vincent Company for getting Burnley promoted at the first time of try. They just didn't just get promoted, they got promoted in style. They were playing some wonderful football. But I do think they need a striker as their top goal scorers were wingers this season. I think they should look at maybe Middlesbrough's Trooper Akpom. He got 28 goals in 38 appearances last season. Or they could look at Leeds United Academy product Joe Gelhart. He hadn't played much in the Premier League, but when he did, he really showed some fight and hunger. And I really think that's what Vincent Company looks for in players when he signs them. Right, let's now have a look at Chelsea. They had a terrible season. They really need to regroup and improve massively under Potashino. I think it's more about getting rid of players because they can't really sign players because of FFP. So you really need to get rid of some players to then be able to bring some players in. But they desperately, desperately need a striker. I was looking at maybe a Jonathan David or like a Kolo Muani. Both young players, but very, very good. I think they'd be well suited for the Premier League. Staying in London, let's have a look at Crystal Palace. Well done to Roy Hodgson for coming in and making Palace safe, but not just making them safe, but doing it extremely comfortably. I really think they need a striker. They've got all these really creative players, like Michael Elisa and Ezerichi Eze. They just need someone to finish them off. And I was thinking maybe like an Anaki Williams of Atletico, Bill Powell, or even like a Josh Sargent at Norwich, who, when he's played at the striker position, has really delivered for them. Next up is Everton. They had a not very good season at all. They got very, very lucky to stay up. I think they need a striker because Dominic Calvert-Lewin really can't stay fit. And they can't just rely on someone to be fit for maybe 10 to 20 games a season. So I was looking at maybe like a Tupa app from Middlesbrough again. Or even like a Valt Vekos. Yes, I know, Valt Vekos. I know he didn't score a single Premier League goal when he signed for United in January. But it's not just about that. It's what he also brings to the team. Like the non-stop effort and bringing other people into play. Like the Damari Grays or Alex Avoyby to then score the goals. Up next is Liverpool. They had quite a disappointing season in the end after getting Europa League football. But I feel like if they recruit right... They could definitely start to push on for the title next season. They've already signed McAllister, which I think will be a good signing eventually. I think he's just going to have to take a little bit of time to get used to Klopp's way of playing. I would also like to see them get a right back and push Trent into midfield. Because he's so good with his feet, I really think he would really thrive in that position. So, at right back position I think they should look at maybe a Reese James because Chelsea need to sell before they can sign so they could get a decent sum for Reese James and I feel like Liverpool if the price is right would maybe pay or they could look at by Leverkusen's right back Jeremy Fringpong who has come on leap and bounds it's no wonder other Premier League clubs like Manchester United are looking at him as a possible player to buy Let's now have a look at Luton Town. It's an absolutely amazing story what they've managed to do on such a tight budget. I feel like they need to keep their squad quite the same and maybe just bring in maybe a forward, maybe not like a young forward, but just someone to lead the line with Premier League experience. So 
I was thinking maybe like a Valt Vecor, so even like a Danny Welbeck, because Brighton may look to sell after signing Joao Pedro from Watford. Yes, and both not the most prolific goal scorers, but they lead the line well, and it has got that Premier League experience that none of the other Luton Town players have. So it's not necessarily about the goals here, it's more about helping Luton, keeping the players calm, leading and setting the example. Let's now turn our attention to treble winners Manchester City. They had an absolutely amazing season, not just winning the Premier League and FA Cup, but finally getting their hands on the long-awaited Champions League trophy. I feel like for them, it's more about replacing any players that leave. They really can't let Bernardo Silva go. He's such a key role in the team. You see what his performance was like against Real Madrid and even against Inter Milan. He didn't stop running. But if I feel like Gundogan may be leaving and they're already in talks with Kovacic. Personal terms have already been agreed. But I'd also like to see them maybe bring in a Javi Simons. Not just for now, but for the future as well. He looks like a really promising player. And you never know, he could turn out to be the next Kevin De Bruyne. Let's now look at the other half of Manchester, Manchester United. They had a good season considering they are rebuilding. Third place and a League Cup final triumph isn't bad for his first season in charge for Eric Ten Hag. They desperately need a striker so they can play Rashford in his more natural position coming off the left wing, cutting in his right. I feel like they should go for maybe a Victor Osimhen or a Lataro Martinez. Both young and can develop more. I would say go for Harry Kane, but you know what Daniel Levy's like. He's so stubborn and you always want to try and get more and more and more. And Kane is not going to get any younger, so... Maybe a Victor Osman or Lotaro Martinez are one for the future. Now let's go as north as you can go in the Premier League to Newcastle United. They had a great season under Eddie Howe this season. They're probably a few seasons ahead of where they envisioned to be. But nevertheless, they've been absolutely superb all season. They've had a few blips, but they've bounced back incredibly well. I feel like they need a playmaker because their top assist person is Trippier with seven. So I've been looking and they should maybe go for James Madison. Yes, he got relegated with Leicester, but he was one of the only few people still showing fight and showing that he still had talent and wasn't just giving up. And the other player is Florian Wirtz of Bayer Leverkusen, a very promising wonder kid with a lot of talent. Let's now have a look at Nottingham Forest. They had a good season in the end as they managed to stay up, but they left it very late in the season to do so. They conceded 68 goals last season and they brought in Kaylor Navas, which is a very good keeper in my opinion. So I feel like they need to get a centre-back because the ones they've got are ageing. So I've had a look and I'm feeling maybe like Mohamed Salasu of Southampton. Yes, he got relegated with Southampton, but he's a very good ball-playing centre-back. Still quite young, so he's got a lot of potential to go, go on and become a lot better. Or Davison Sanchez of Tottenham Hotspur. Yes, he hasn't had the bestest of times at Tottenham, but you never know, under a new manager and like a different playing style, he could turn out to be quite a good centre-back. Up next is our last promoted club, Sheffield United. They had a very good season in the end, 
with a cup running the FA Cup to the semi-finals and obviously getting promoted. I think they need to make some of their loans moves permanent, such as Tommy Doyle and James McAtee, as they have been their standout players this season. I also think they should get a striker, someone like Akpom from Middlesbrough, for obvious reasons I've stated earlier in the podcast, and Adiama Lookman, as he's got 13 goals and 8 assists this season in the Serie A, which isn't bad, especially as playing as the second striker. Right, let's now have a look at Tottenham Hotspur. They had a very disappointing season in the end and relied very heavily on Kane. I don't know what they'll do if he goes next season, which I don't think he will because Daniel Levy makes it very hard to sell and even buy players because he always drives the best bargains for him and the worst bargains for the other clubs. I think Tottenham desperately need a playmaker. They've been lacking someone like that since Ericsson left. There is the obvious option in Madison, but then also there's Ezerichi Eze of Crystal Palace who seems to become a new player since Roy Hodgson has taken over and just transformed him into this amazing ball playing footballer that I think we all knew was there but we're now suddenly seeing the best of him and really has deserved a score up to the England squad. Let's now have a look at European champions West Ham United. They had a good season in the end after winning the Europa Conference League, which now means they'll be playing in Europe next season. But if they hadn't, it would have been quite a bad season in the end, as they won more games in Europe than they didn't actually in the Premier League. What they need to do is they need to get a replacement for Rice. They can't complete the replacing because he's such a good footballer, but they need to bring someone in to fill in that role. And I was thinking either Seko Fafana or Lenz, who had a superb season helping Lenz finish second in Ligon, or even a Dennis Zakaria of Chelsea who hasn't had much game time at all this season so maybe looking for an escape route out West Ham could be the perfect destination for him. And finally Wolverhampton Wanderers. They had an alright season, nothing really stood out for them but maybe they can take this and push on next season and look higher up the table. They need a creative midfielder because Ruben Neves and João Moutinho haven't really performed as much as I expected to them this season. So I was thinking they could maybe go for Angel Gomez of Lille, an English central attacking midfielder with a lot of talent. Or Goose Till from PSV Eidenhoven, who had a very good season in the Everodise. And now it's time for the five fun facts of this episode. Now it is time for the five fun facts of this episode, and this time we are doing on Inter Milan, the runners-up of the UEFA Champions League. Fact number one, they are the only Italian side to have always competed in the top flight of Italian football. Fact number two, they became the first Italian team to win the Continental Treble in 2010. They won the Serie A, Coppa Italia and Champions League. Fact number three, they have won the most matches against Roma, 95 wins in 240 matches, and they have lost their most games against Juventus, 109 defeats in 236 games. Fact number four, in the last 10 years, they averaged 13.14 shots per game. This includes managers such as Antonio Conte and Roberto Mancini, which for the most part are quite defensive managers. And finally, they haven't finished 
in the bottom half of the Serie A since the 1993-94 season. That is 30 seasons. They have won six titles in that time, including five in a row from 2005-06 season to the 2009-10 season. Well then, that is it for everything for this week's podcast. Thank you ever so much for listening and I'll see you in two weeks time for another one.